everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This episode, I am joined by Frank. He is the CEO of Aegis Group. Aegis Group is a security and risk consulting firm that is based out of Miami, Florida. Full disclosure, I have a pretty good relationship with the company, so I'm having Mr. Frank on today to talk about his company and some of the services that they offer. This podcast and all of our other podcasts are part of Northern Provisions LLC. Check out the Lethal Minds Journal, a veteran and active duty publication focusing on foreign and military affairs, art, and culture. Take a look at the Journal's Bulletin from the Borderlands. That's a bi-weekly foreign affairs publication from multiple talented intelligence analysts and independent journalists. Head over to lethalmindsjournal.substack.com or Instagram at lethal.minds.journal to see more. Also, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash analyzeeducate, or you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash analyzeeducate as well. And we will head into the podcast. Okay, I'm sitting here with Mr. Frank from Aegis. How's it going, man? So, man, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, first off, you want to tell everybody who you are and what company yeah. you represent? Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of it. Um, so my name is Frank. Um, <clears throat> I am the founder and CEO of AGIS Group, Aegis Group. Um, so we are a private security and risk consulting company, private security intelligence company, however you want to phrase it. Uh, we have international uh, networks around the world. Uh, we have uh, a pretty solid team, about 20, 20, 25 folks and about another 20 folks on roster, uh, ready to take on work on an as needed basis. But we, uh, help companies, uh, multinational corporations, celebrities, uh, people who are politically connected or in the spotlight, um, businesses help, uh, we help with business continuity, risk mitigation, but uh, no, it's uh, the business is good. Uh, we've been busy. We just uh, finished a trip. Uh, we were uh, gone for about 20 days. We were in uh, Morocco, uh, Nigeria. Uh, we were going to run over to Central African Republic, but then things were getting a little too hot in Sudan. Um, and then where else were we? Uh, Amsterdam for a quick layover and then Greece uh, setting up a partnership. So we now have partnerships in Greece and Nigeria. Uh, to expand the business, uh, to showcase our softwares uh, that we're now licensed to sell, um, getting a sales team up and running. So, um, you know, we're still a new company, but, um, you know, it's it's already like a family and it's it's been busy. So very thankful for that. Yeah, I've been keeping up with you guys, man. And you guys stay busy. Obviously, I know I know you and a couple of the other people on the team. And it's like you guys are just going places every day, man. <laughs> Yeah, I always post uh, where are we going today on my uh, the Instagram and, and everyone's always guessing where I'm going. And uh, sometimes my family jokes around and they're like, where the hell are you in the world today? <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise every day, man. Yeah. But uh, it, it's fun. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I wish I could travel that much. I mean, it's for work, <laughs> but still, I've never been to Nigeria or Amsterdam. Yeah, Nigeria. Nigeria, Nigeria is a, a very interesting country, Col- you know, beautiful culture. The people are amazing. Uh, they just have a very complex um, uh, security environment um, and security situation, rather. So it's, uh, you know, they, they have issues like in Borno State. They have issues in, um, you know, a few other areas, but it's um, it's it's definitely going to be uh, um 
a, a world leader and, and a leader in Africa, uh, business-wise, especially as we start to see uh, interest pull away from Asia, specifically China, and then more towards Latin America and Africa. Yeah, and so dare I would say the Middle East, I think, is going to see a bit of a resurgence too. I think they're, uh, you know, with the twenty. I think it's is it Saudi's uh, twenty thirty plan. I've heard something about that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's I think there's going to be a shift away. Um, and, and, you know, with nearshoring, there's going to be a lot of opportunities, uh, for businesses. Yeah. So I guess where, where do you see your company in, in Africa and Middle East? What kind of role do you see yourselves playing? If you're able to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So we see ourselves, uh, essentially as a, you know, turnkey security and intelligence solutions, risk consulting solutions, uh, you know, however you want to frame it. But we we can do anything from uh, act as a GSOC or security operations center. Uh, we can provide software to help mitigate uh, against theft of heavy assets, uh, assets in remote environments, because we have um, all of our stuff uh, works with uh, SAT trackers and also uh, uh, SMS uh, chips. So it's there's redundancy satellite redundancy, uh, you know, foul weather or, uh, you know, very remote areas. That's ideal, especially, you know, IE Africa is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see ourselves, you know, as a, as a growing provider of these security and intelligence solutions. So we can help these companies uh, mitigate their risk, mitigate their losses, uh, lower their insurance premiums uh, because, you know, all these insurance companies are, used to factoring in these losses into the business financials. So uh, there's a lot of opportunity to help out. Okay. Where are you guys based out of? So we're based out of Miami, but we are setting up a office in Morocco in September, October. We haven't decided the exact date, um, but we're pretty excited. Uh, We're going to be right in the uh, business area of um, business district of uh, Casa, Casablanca. So uh, it's a good jumping off point. And I never thought about Morocco, but um, one, our, our partners uh, have some big clients there and the developer of our software has uh, some very big clients there. And, but we're also looking at, besides capturing the market, we are looking to, you know, if we want to jump on a plane or a ferry, we need to go to Spain or France or somewhere in Europe. Mm-hmm. But then we could also jump on a plane and head south uh, or southeast and go to Uganda, Tanzania, Kenya. Uh, or Nigeria, uh, Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, I feel like Morocco is kind of a kind of a good place for in office in that regard because it's it's close enough to some of the hotspots in, I mean, Africa and the Middle East, right? But it's also stable enough to where you could have a have a business headquarters. It's it's hard to explain, but I think you'll understand this because I've explained this to a few people in the industry. It's uh. It's a little uncomfortable when you have to keep your head on a swivel um, yeah. 24-7. So in Morocco, you know, you still have to be careful no matter where you are. Um, you know, Africa, unfortunately, it, it's still Africa. Um, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of crime, you know, opportunity. But, you know, y- there's places where, you know, you'll be a little bit, you'll feel a bit more secure. You'll feel a little bit more at ease. There's a little bit more creature comforts. Um so, you know, when you're when you're out in certain countries in Africa, you really kind of have to be you have to be careful um, because we stick out like sore thumbs. They can tell, um, you know, who's from their neighborhood and who's not. Yeah, definitely. 
So, you know, my biggest concern is we don't ever want to be uh, compromised by, you know, um, by anyone that we can't trust. Uh, you know, we want to have trust with our with our partners and, and where we do business. And especially when, you know, we put our heads on the bed, you know, on the pillow at night, we want to make sure that we're in a safe spot and, you know, we can kind of have a little downturn, you know, as, as you probably know, with, you know, deployments and past experience, sometimes it's, uh, you can, there's burnout and, and burnout's very real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to be focused on rotating our guys out to a, uh, a more comfortable spot where they can get some, you know, get some rest, get some good food, get, get some workouts in, talk to their family and, uh, you know, not have to be, uh, you know, in, in, in fight mode uh 24 7 because that's something about you know certain areas in, in in nigeria and a couple other countries that i've been to in africa that it's um you know you have to you have to be careful yeah and again morocco i think morocco is like the perfect place in that region to set up an office right because again it's close enough to the hot spots but it, it's stable enough to where you could just you go back for a couple weeks leave or whatever you guys call it work out a bit, talk to your family, maybe take a, you know, ferry or whatever over to Spain real quick and get some tapas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but Morocco is beautiful. I'll tell you this much. It was my first time there uh, about a month and a half ago. And they, uh, they talk about this like haze that, that goes over like the sky, like, especially in the afternoons. And I don't know what it is, like if it's, you know, with like something with the desert or just the area, but it's, it's something beautiful that I've never seen before. And, um, there was the very large mosque that we had an Airbnb by, um, cause we had some meetings in, in, in Morocco. So we stayed at a nice Airbnb and it was just beautiful. The food, the people, the culture, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a really cool place to visit. Yeah. I imagine and, they're pretty friendly to yes. folks over there, right? Yes. Yeah, very much. So I, I'm, I'm like, definitely, I feel like I'm an unofficial uh, ambassador for tourism into Morocco now because I love it. I know Evan, our chief operations officer is uh, absolutely in love with Morocco. He's actually lived there. Um, but he told me that I fell in love with Casa and Tangiers and, and Shepshawan and um, Rabat are, are nicer cities. So I'm pretty excited to see those other cities when I head back. Okay. Yeah, that'll be sick. Where where are you guys in the process of setting up that office? So right now we're just looking at offices. We're probably going to be with the developer of uh, of one of our softwares that we sell, uh, Triggers Reports. So we we need to figure out, you know, uh, exactly when we want to pull the trigger on the office, whether it's September, October. I'm thinking it's going to be October. Um, and then when it comes to price, man, I'll be honest with you, it's uh, it's like night and day compared to office space in New York City or my downtown Miami. Uh, I can't um, imagine. It's, yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's, you know, five to eight hundred dollars or five to nine hundred for a small office, um, per, you know, per person or per, you know, split 50 50. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of other opportunities. I mean, we we're looking at New York City, Washington, D.C., uh, Chicago. Uh, Dallas, um, a lot of old money and a lot of businesses in Dallas. Um, so yeah, the opportunities are there. Just gotta, gotta figure it out. You know, no one really explains to you how to, how to start a company and, and run a company and where to expand to. So we're just, uh, we're making uh, big decisions as, as a team. And I like that, you know, as the founder and CEO, I, 
I believe that a strong leader isn't the person that, you know, barks out orders. It's a good listener at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely need a, a good team of guys around you and you all kind of give your input for sure. Yeah. Definitely interested in expanding into Asia though. Um, if you can't tell already, we're really hungry. So we uh, <laughs> we uh we have, you know, we have a plan for, you know, taking over the world. But um, you know, again at the end of the day, it's uh, even if we capture a small percentage of the market, um, at the end of the day, you know, this is our bread and butter. Uh, for me personally, I, I love what I do every day. Seriously, it's like I, I wake up at 830 in the morning. I go get a workout in on Monday morning today, and I'm pretty excited just to have meetings, talk to you, uh, get to, you know, work with different people, work on different issues. Um, it, it's it's constant travel, but it's it is exciting work and it's good work. People really appreciate what you do for them. Yeah. What what made you guys want to start the business? So uh, it's a few things. But for me personally, by way of background, I, I used to work with the, the DEA at the U.S. Capitol at the White House. And then um, I was a DOD employee assigned to the presidential support team supporting the White House Situation Room and the White House Communication Agency. So what I noticed is uh, is two things, two big things is one. Um, you know, there was a lack of professionalism in the private security intelligence world. Um, there, you know, a lot of companies talk a big game when it comes to giving back and also, you know, treating employees like family and having a positive work environment. And it's just something that, um, you know, you don't really see. And then also with the clients, uh, the, uh, the horror stories that I heard from so many folks about private security, executive protection that they hired that just, you know, at the end of the day, just be a good person, a decent person, be it, be a man, be a woman, be, be honorable, be loyal, be on time. You know, those little things that, you know, I don't think twice of, and I don't think, you know, you as a Marine, you think twice of just, you know, having that respect and, and showing up. Uh, there was a lot of, um, um, you know, a lot of anger uh, for a lot of businesses and a lot of companies were not happy, a lot of turnover, uh, the other thing was uh, I noticed that a lot of intelligence, uh, actionable intelligence, about 98% plus is uh, is open source. So as long as you have a team uh, that's trained to know how to you know take out uh, this information, ascertain it, find it, figure it out, use different softwares, uh, also the networks that all of us have, the personal networks, professional networks. Um, you know, we may be a young company with mostly, you know, 30 to 50 year olds uh, for the most part, which I would say is, you know, a pretty young company uh, compared to others. But, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm fully confident that we can handle anything given at us. Um, and if if we don't have the means to answer something or provide something, we will um, we will figure out, you know, those means. Yeah, I mean, going back to what you're saying about a lot of these large private security companies, I've done work for a pretty big security company. And I mean, as you know, like, they pretty much all have horrible reputations, right? I mean, treat their employees like shit. Don't don't hire the best employees. 
to say the least. Um, and don't really have like great relationships with their clients, but it's like, there's so many options out there for like international companies, the turnover rates are horrible. It's just a mess. You know, they, they do not have great reputations to say the least. Uh, what do you think your company could do to sort of change that? So I think, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna take a lot of work. Um, but it's, it's showing that we care, you know, going above and beyond. Um, you know, we like to do pitch decks and, and, and sales pitches unique to the company and the client that we're going to be presenting to. So just doing our research, uh, making sure that, you know, we actually pay attention to what their issues are and, you know, making sure that we don't oversell them, that, you know, we provide what they actually need. And we provide, you know, that white glove service um, from start to finish. Uh, we want, you know, anyone can, once you're a client and you're on retainer, you can call us 24-7, 365 days a year. Um, we can, you know, do emergency evacuations. We can provide um, immediate, you know, uh, persons of interest or intel reports. You know, we've had some folks, uh, very high level business executives that have been at conferences and they've been blown away by a person that they met. And they want to make sure that before they proceed further with the business relationship, you know, if this person is connected to any nefarious characters, uh, we can provide a quick turnaround report in 24 or 48 hours, uh, a full open source background check on this person uh, to make sure, you know, they don't have anyone in their family or themselves um, that were connected to any, you know, criminal activities because, um, you know, once reputations are tarnished, uh, they're tarnished for forever. Mm -hmm. It takes, you know, it takes years and years to build a reputation and be respected by folks, but it takes seconds to destroy it. So, um, you know, we we're really big on, you know, we're in this with our clients. Um, we want them to be protected. We want them to have, uh, you know, peace of mind. That's the three biggest words that we provide, you know, for our clients is just peace of mind. Like, you know, AGIS group is handling it. There's nothing to worry about. We will figure it out. Yeah. So what, what's uh, some of the work you guys have already been able to do? So one of my clients actually is uh, Tyson 2.0, uh, the cannabis company. So I get to work with uh, Rick Flair, uh, Mike Tyson and the Tyson 2.0 company. It's, uh, it's an awesome time, but I do some executive protection for them. Um, get to travel with them. Uh, they're a great group um, and just an unbelievable company. Uh, all the leaders of that company have become like big brothers to me because they're just the way they're, you know, they're making money, they're getting after it, but they're also family men. Uh, they all get along like they're best friends. So it, uh, it's definitely cool to have that because it shows me, you know, how to, how to run a strong company, how to be a good company. So that's one of my, you know, definitely one of my, uh, my favorite clients that's definitely out in the open. You'll see a lot of photos with us, with them. Um, a few other clients that I can't specifically name, but, you know, recently someone brought up um, their family uh, does investments in antiquities, uh, vases, jewelry, gems, rubies, what have you, diamonds. So they actually uh, asked us and brought us on retainer to fly to different auction houses in the Middle East, Africa, uh, in Europe and here in the United States. Uh, to pick up these uh, these items for them and act as almost a courier service um, and make sure that, you know, everything gets to where it needs to go. 
So that's something that uh, originally we didn't think that we were going to offer, but you know, it goes hands in hand in hand with uh, executive protection and, and providing that white glove service for our clients. So that's something that's really cool. Um, I'm going to be traveling to um, the Middle East. I think I got a trip to Dubai in a couple of weeks. So it's, uh, it's, it's never ending, but it's exciting. And then I'm trying to think a third example to give you. Um, Cybersecurity-wise, uh, we are uh, now selling a new software, um, uh, cybersecurity software. I can't talk about it too much because the paperwork is not signed yet, but uh, basically it's it's going to be changing the game uh, with cybersecurity, especially, you know, uh, large companies uh, that have server farms and stuff around the world. So it's, uh, it's pretty exciting because it's not something that I ever thought. I never really was a cybersecurity guy growing up. Um, but we have, uh, we have a guy on our team, Xander. He's, uh, he's awesome, unapologetically Canadian. He's so cool. He's <laughs> positive. He's the sweetest dude ever. But when it comes to, um, when it comes to cybersecurity, like he blows me away in terms of what he knows about it. Um, he talks about, you know, I guess it's quantum computing, quantum hacking, all these different, um, opportunity i mean he constantly goes to seminars and events to keep learning on how to defend against these these attacks which are just only increasing uh whether they're state actors or criminal organizations so um that's that's pretty cool i didn't i never thought that our cybersecurity team would be as busy as we are but we are hiring for cybersecurity specialists uh both for sales and for uh actual cybersecurity um uh professionals so uh, that that's that's pretty cool uh, to get to see, you know, how how much business that's going to drum up, because uh, essentially, you know, we are almost four businesses into one. And uh, that's what makes us unique, because everything we do is backed by intelligence. And anytime you utilize one of our services, you are free to welcome to use one of our other services or ask for recommendations or, or demonstrations on how we can fix another problem uh, that your company's handling. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I, I don't know the first thing about cybersecurity, right? Uh, nothing at all, but it's obvious that cybersecurity today is so crucial. And, you know, as time goes on and technology advances more, it's going to be even more and more crucial. And that's going to be a field that's around forever, man. Um, if you have it's, anybody it's, that wants a wants a job in cybersecurity, I know you said you guys are hiring. Where where can they go to? Yeah, so um, the best place to be is uh, send your resume and a little bit about you, a little bio, um, to Evan at agisgroupus.com. So again, that's Evan at agisgroupus.com. Uh, he's our chief operations officer, and right now he's handling all the hiring. Uh, eventually, that's going to go move over to a uh, HR specialist. Uh, we're going to start interviewing for that in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's pretty wild when you have so much to do on your to-do list <laughs> that you're like scheduling stuff out for two weeks, three weeks, because uh, business has been so, um, you know, we've been so blessed uh, with how business has went thus far. Like, seriously, I, I never thought in 100 years that I'd be the founder and CEO of an international private security intelligence company. And and we would be having such a damn fun time and we'd, you know, be doing so well. Um, it's yeah, I'm very thankful. It's the best thing ever. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm really happy for you guys. Thank you. Thank um, you. 
And to all to all you active duty guys or vets out there, especially if you have like a cybersecurity MOS, pay attention to that. If you're looking for a job when you get out, or if you're already out and you're looking for a job, go to Aegis. <laughs> yes, everyone is welcome. We're you know we uh, we have an international staff. We have uh, folks from Israel, uh, combat veterans from special forces in Nigeria, uh, private military contractors, uh, Marines, Army, Navy, Coast Guard. Um, agency folk, former agency folks of, uh, you know, all three letter agencies of the government. So it's, um, it's definitely unique. I always joke around and say, I'm the least cool person on the team and I'm the founder and CEO, but you know, they say, you know, they always say, you know, show me a good leader and, and I'll show you someone who surrounds themselves with smart people. So, um, you know, I'm a big believer in having a diverse team and, um, you know, we, we just want to, you know, keep working to to keep growing. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I want to get into some of the services you guys provide. First off, what triggers reports? What is that? So triggers reports is a cutting edge risk mitigation and risk monitoring software uh, that can also assist with uh, asset tracking because uh, we have, you know, the hardware to help with that, but also now the software uh, as well as an OSINT tool. So what it does is it uses uh, machine learning, AI, um, it uses databases like Accolade um, and a few other means to scrape social media, the Internet uh, for uh, events so you can make more informed business decisions. So you can look at a different area or country that you're looking to do business in and you can see the crime statistics in that area. Uh, you can see your security team in real time. Uh, any IOT devices can be fully integrated and populated onto the dashboard. Um, so, you know, we are in talks with a few different companies, uh, power generation companies in Africa, uh, oil and gas, to basically entirely revamp their security apparatus um, and, you know, do everything that uh, triggers reports basically is the star of the show and then building everything onto it uh, and integrating it. Uh, so you can check, you know, temperatures of your facility, access control systems can be plugged in. Um, and here's the really cool thing. Uh, it's very user friendly. We can train folks in less than 40 hours um, and we will fly out to go do that in person because I'm a big I'm a big in-person guy. You know, um, virtual is nice, but uh, if we can fly out and do an in-person training for your team, um, we don't even care about making money on it. We just want to have happy customers. Uh, you know, that, you know, happy clients that know how to use the software and, and are loving it because, uh, you know, you treat a few clients good, then plenty more clients are going to come. And yeah, so uh, with Triggers Reports, uh, we now have a few clients that uh, are basically, you know, learning the system and they're implementing it. So uh, there's a few other items that we are looking to partner up with different companies that are already out there to improve what we have already, but uh, we've showcased it to a lot of uh, DOD and Department of Justice uh, Intel analysts um, that use some of our competitor software and they've fallen in love with it. They're very interested. They want demonstrations. They want us to demo it to um, their respective managers or, or hiring, you know, hiring managers or, or procurement specialists. Um, so, so that's pretty exciting that it's gotten a lot of good feedback um, because it, it really is a software that can save companies millions of dollars. 
Okay. Yeah, and I, I was hoping you could talk about some of the Intel services you guys provide. Yeah, so uh, we can do anything. Uh, when it comes to intelligence, uh, you know, obviously the, the possibilities are endless. So we can, we can do a person of interest, um, background checks. Uh, we can uh, look at uh, country risk reports we can provide. Uh, we can provide um, uh, weekly uh, uh, assessments on, on situations like events that are unfolding uh, if someone reaches out to us. If someone has us on retainer, we can do weekly uh, status update reports on, on a country or a specific neighborhood. Um, we can do uh, vulnerability uh, assessments, if I didn't say that already. Um, trying to think, what else? Um, you know, risk, risk-based risk intelligence, uh, ad hoc intelligence. I mean, uh, business opportunity, um, economic intelligence. We've had people reach out to... Uh, research different laws uh, and stuff like that uh, when it comes to, you know, entering a new market to see if it's even viable for them, um, you know, based on money and reward and stuff like that. So um, it's not really business consulting, but it is prepping businesses uh, from an intelligence point of view to make more informed decisions. That's what we're doing at the end of the day. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, uh, we open up our networks to our clients and we make sure that they, that they can um, operate with with peace of mind. Okay, and can you guys do any Intel services for individuals? Like, let's say uh, me and my family want to take a vacation to, you know, Columbia or something like that. Can I go to your company and say, hey, can you guys basically tell me the do's and don'ts? What's the risk for tourists? Do you have any travel alerts out? Those kind of things. Yeah. So uh, that's what we have. We have a few clients right now, uh, business executives that travel uh, in and out of South America and Africa and the Middle East. And what we do is we'll give them a full uh, travel briefing by one of our intelligence analysts. Uh, usually it's the Intel lead or collections manager. And we'll let them know the areas to avoid, um, you know, to, you know, just little things like, you know, Everyone likes to say, you know, I'm, I'm not dumb enough to do that, but it's always nice to be reminded not to do something. Um, you know, sometimes that could be wearing a flash, flashy jewelry, um, going to certain restaurants or certain areas where there's a large criminal, um, you know, uh, connection to these places. Uh, just, you know, making smarter decisions um, just to make sure your family is safe and make sure that, you know, um, you're not going to encounter any issues. We can also arrange for, you know, EP, uh, EP agents to fly with you and your family. Um, some people have also asked us about um, canines because that's actually something I want to get into that I haven't talked about to anyone but you so far. But uh, I was talking to a few people last week about uh, bringing on some canines to the team because uh, a lot of people like that for their families, especially when you can't bring weapons in certain countries. Um I never thought about that as an option, but, um, you know, I'm learning every week. Uh, but, you know, travel advising is, is a big thing. Um, our chief operations officer, Evan, used to um, – I can't say what company it was because of an NDA, but um, it's a very large coffee company that was involved in the coffee bean exchange in Africa in some pretty hot areas. So he used to do the travel briefing and reporting for the executives uh, in those areas, and – um, he did really well. Uh, they never had any issues. So 
those are all things that we can help either individuals, families, or uh, companies uh, navigate those waters. That's awesome, man. Um, that's great. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I had for you as far as questions. Go. Yeah. Hey, you got <laughs> any you so any uh, closing thoughts? No, it's just, um, you know, we're having a blast doing what we're doing. Uh, anyone is welcome to join, you know, as long as you have a good, clean background and and you're willing to learn and you want to get part of a, you want, you want to be part of something bigger than yourself, then feel free to apply. Uh, we have um, our Instagram for the main page is, uh, let me make sure that I'm checking it right now. It's Aegis.group, A-G-I-S.group. And the, the intelligence page, they think they're cool. They have their own Instagram and that's the at is AGIS underscore assessments. So again, AGIS dot group and AGIS underscore assessments. So, um, that's, uh, and, and if you guys are interested in employment, feel free to send an email to Evan at AGIS group us.com. And, um, no matter what, you know, stay in touch, even if, uh, you know, especially for, for you veterans or, or you still active duty folks, um, you know, we, we want to have a conversation, follow our news, uh, get involved in a discussion, reach out to us. Um, and my, my, uh, my email is always available. If anyone wants to, uh, you know, wants a mentor or, you know, wants some guidance in the industry, people have done it for me. So um, I, I would be honored to do it, you know, uh, to help another young person. So my email is frank at Aegis Group, uh, A-G-I-S Group, us.com. And anyone can reach out to me for internships or mentorship, by all means. Um, we really want to be a good community. And we're going to be doing a lot of humanitarian work and also giving back and um, uh, sponsoring a lot of uh, uh, veteran events. Um, so veteran focused events, that's going to be very huge. Um, and also we want to increase the hiring of our veterans. We have a pretty good, uh, pretty good mix right now. Uh, but we definitely want more veterans on the team. Um, just because it's, it's nice to have veterans. There's a, there's something that I noticed from being a former firefighter EMT is, uh, I, I used to really miss that brotherhood and that camaraderie. And I've heard from a lot of people on our team that they feel like they found that back. So that's something that I really like. You know, I, I want people to feel like they have a new home here. So uh, whether it's an opportunity you're interested in right now or in a couple of years, start the conversation, make the connection, and 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 uh, let's build that relationship. Fantastic, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, and telling us a little bit about yourself and your business. Thank you so much for having me. And I've been following yours, uh, your podcast and your page. You're always killing it. So um, thank you so much for having me and, and, uh, we're definitely going to stay in touch. Absolutely, brother. Thank you again. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening to that episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it and have a, a better sense of what the Aegis group is and what, uh, services they can provide to you guys. I want to thank everybody for supporting this podcast. Of course, it really means a lot to me. You can find this on your favorite apps. That includes Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, wherever you listen we're there. You could also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Analyze Educate. That's all one word. We're also on Threads with the same handle, and we are also on Telegram at Analyze and Educate. Please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Analyze Educate or at ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash Analyze Educate. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on the app used to listen to this podcast. That helps us out as well. 
And that is all I have for you guys right now. We will see you soon.